Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Monday, April 17th. What a weekend in the NBA. Oh, my goodness. The association popping off. So much craziness happening. Road teams stunning on Sunday. The Warriors. A lot of people like the Warriors to get back to the finals. They go down Saturday in, listen, a lot of really good game ones in recent memory. I don't know if I've seen as good of a game one since, and this will date me, Derrick Rose erupted as I think like a second or third year player with the Bulls, and he went postal against Boston. I don't have his exact numbers in front of me, but De'Aaron Fox in his playoff debut, welcome to the postseason, young man. Now we'll talk about the Warriors and Kings uh, later. Obviously, they have a massive game tonight. (laughs) <laughs> Must win for the Warriors. No diggity, no doubt. Um, I need to start on a small scale, ladies and gentlemen. My main team, <laughs> the Gray Foxes. We're going to the championship again in the Men's Torrance League. Get excited. I know a bunch of people fast forward through this. They don't care. I talk about it on the herd. People are like, stop talking about your Men's League. You know you guys love it. At any rate, Gray Foxes, we we are facing a team that we beat by 28 the last time out, and I'm not even going to lie, Saturday, while I was watching all the NBA games, on YouTube, I pulled up the the team we're playing, I pulled up some of their other games just to see if they had any other guys, I recorded like 25 impressive plays that they had, not full plays, but like shots and players to identify, and I sent it to our team, and they're like laughing at me, and I'm like, guys, we got to be ready, we can't lose, they got some players, and um, 
three of the guys don't even show up <laughs> in the scouting report. But anyway, we fall down 9 nothing. We're losing. Our best player, the big guy, had like some conflict, so he showed up a little late. And we go down 12-2. And we didn't panic. You know, it's early. It's a long game. And we just start coming back, and uh, we, we beat them by double digits. I will say this. The team we're going to play, and I, and I might need some of you guys to come out and cheer for us uh, Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, sorry, in Torrance, California. Um, so they hung around to watch us. Now, we played them twice. They're the two-time defending champs. We beat them in the first game. Uh, and then without three really of our three of our better players, we lost to them by 30, and they were talking some trash. So early in our game, I hit a three, and I'm coming down the court, and I can hear the team that we're going to play next week say, you got to watch that guy, the guy who's verified on IG. And they're kind of laughing. And I don't look over. They say, yeah, he's on a TV show. And so a little bit later on, I hit like a 29-foot three-pointer. Yes, I will put the clip on the gram as soon as the video is uploaded. Um, and I turn around and I look at him and I kind of point, you know, one of those smiling points. We'll see you next week. I'm so fired up, guys. I can't even tell you how excited I am to play in the championship. I will say this. Rob G loves a good line. We're underdogs in this game. No doubt about it. We're about six or seven point dogs. Uh, should be fun. That being said, underdogs ruled in the NBA this weekend. Why can't we rule next next weekend? I, I don't see why not. Now, I'll be honest. Sunday was a bit of a shocker to me. Lakers coming out. Not, the wi- not winning, because I did say the Lakers would win game one. I did like the Lakers in the series. But what's stunning is how they did it. If I texted Rob G and said, it's fourth quarter, it's Rui Hachimura and Austin Reeves time, he would be sending me back, you know, the crying emoji text. If you told anybody, it would be Austin Reeves taking over and Rui Hachimura. I kept yelling his name because he was having such a good game. My daughter, the 10-year-old, fourth grade champion in her league, um, she goes, you really like saying his name. And I'm like, the Japanese Jordan. Hachimura was unbelievable. And here's my big, big takeaway from the Lakers' 16-point win. It, it didn't feel like a 16-point win. I mean, I think they had like a 15 nothing run in the final, like, two minutes. Um, John ja, ja Morant was hurt. We'll get to that shortly. But my big takeaway was, and you don't want to go overboard off game one. There's a long postseason. Marathon, not a sprint. Do you remember, and I know Rob G was like in elementary school when it happened, when... The Lakers traded for Pau Gasol at the deadline in 2008. It was an absolute heist. They got Gasol from Memphis. They got to the finals. They lose to Boston in six. They won the next two titles. All because of the Pau Gasol trade. It just invigorated the team. They went on to be the number one seed. It it worked to perfection. Adding a star. Uh, Well, listen, I'm going to call him a star. I think he was an all-star that year. I'd have to look it up. Call me on it if he wasn't. But Pau Gasol has been an all-star before he got to the Lakers. An all-star plus Kobe equals, you know, two titles in three years. They didn't get a star. They got role players. And folks, I just want to remind everyone, what did Rui Hachimura do before he got to the Lakers? Absolutely nothing. He comes there in kind of a, not even a high-profile trade. The Westbrook deal was bigger. Hachimura, kind of a low-profile move. I, I, you could see my tweets at the time. I loved it. Hachimura, a.k.a. the Japanese Jordan, a money three-point shooter, and I guess the Grizzlies didn't have the scouting report on him. He went five of six from deep. He had 29 points. 
at one point, I think he hit two or three in a row, and you're like, oh my gosh, uh, what are the Grizzlies doing? And the Grizzlies, they did not have a good game defensively. Lakers shot 53% from the field, 43% from deep, 87% from the line. Unbelievable performance. It's funny, Rob G, I know, is going to be all excited for Anthony Davis, as he should be. Um, I just don't get, get away from how key Rui Hachimura was. And the other guy who I cannot say enough good things about is Austin Reeves. And if there were two players this weekend who are not stars, but were essential role players that were winning players, that made winning plays, Austin Reeves is certainly number one. I mean, he was unbelievable. I think, and I got some numbers here, and you guys can check me on it if you want, but Austin Reeves, I believe, had 14. Is that right, Rob, in the fourth quarter? 14 for the Hillbilly Kobe, including a behind-the-back dime right into Hachimura's shot pocket. Splash! And I'm just telling you, Austin Reeves, they had him, I guess they had him mic'd up, and he hits one three, and he's like, ah, like flexing, pretty much what I do when I hit threes. And then he hits that shot in the lane, and the Grizzlies call timeout, and he's running back to the huddle screaming, I'm him! I'm him! And you just felt great. This is an undrafted kid out of Oklahoma. Austin Reeves was unbelievable. And I know this is going to sound sacrilegious to say it against the Memphis team. That's good. And John, yes, John Morant was hurt um, and didn't play, I think, the final six minutes. But he also had six turnovers, including two travels, which was odd. Austin Reeves is a bad matchup for the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't know who guards him. Tyus Jones is a very good point guard. I would take Tyus Jones next year on the Lakers over D'Angelo Russell at half the salary. And I know Russell had an okay game. I don't want to slander the guy. He made some shots, but Austin Reeves is just, he's unbelievable. You can't guard him with Tyus Jones. So then who do you guard him with? Well, you've got Dylan Brooks on LeBron. Do you put Desmond Bain on Austin Reeves? Do you really want him chasing around Austin Reeves? So then you're in a matchup problem and ultimately, the Grizz had to play the, the kid Aldama, who I'm not familiar with, this big kid. I know he hit a couple he hit a couple threes. He was minus 23 in 24 minutes. Luke Kennard cannot check Austin Reeves. He cannot. And the Lakers get the win. And folks, I know Palenka catches a lot of heat. I want to remind everybody, and I think Van Gundy did this during the, during the uh, broadcast. Palenka saved the Lakers season. And I know some people will say, well, he ruined it by not doing anything in the offseason. Well, let's be real. He wasn't getting any offers for Westbrook in the offseason. They were going to have to dump him and get like nothing in return. Rob Palenka deserves credit. He waited out the market. Westbrook was shining. Listen, there was a moment he was not going to win sixth man of the year. But Westbrook was, he was playing well at times. Okay, I know he's still out of control in the turnovers and blah, blah, blah. And nobody wants to guard him. Fine. And he had a brutal game one offensively against the Suns. Shooting-wise, I should say. We'll get to that shortly. But Palinka played this perfect. When he brought in Rui Hachimura, D'Angelo Russell, who's, I mean, again, Russell, 7-17. I don't love Russell, I'll be honest. But 19.7 assists, he was plus 20. They waited out the market. Jared Vanderbilt, really good defense on John Morant. Um, and then, you know, everything he's done has basically worked. We've got to give Rob Palinka his flowers. And I'm... I'll just say this. I know it's all about LeBron and AD and the injuries and blah, 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 blah. Guys, this is the reality. In the play-in game, Lakers-Timberwolves, who won that game for the Lakers? It was Dennis Schroeder. 
Schroeder, Schroeder, whatever, however you say his name, hit the game-winning three, was unguardable in the fourth quarter. Uh, remember, D'Angelo Russell got benched. Schroeder won the game for them. Who won the uh, game one on the road for them? Rui Hachimura and Austin Reeves. Now, Anthony Davis was spectacular defensively. 22-12, seven rejections. He was awesome. He was the best player on the floor for the Lakers. But in the fourth quarter, it was the Reeves and Hachimura show. And I know you don't necessarily win with defense in this league. And yes, for the 10th time, John Morant did get injured. But Rob, this is a deep Lakers team. And this is why I love them. They've got their role players who know their roles. Jared Vanderbilt, go lock up the opposing best wing guard. LeBron's going to do LeBron things. 21-11-5. The turnovers still are annoying, but whatever. D'Angelo Russell, if you screw up, we got Schroeder backing you up, dog. All good. And if Hachimura can come in with the flamethrower, if Austin Reeves can give you 23, four assists. How about this, Rob? Zero turnovers in 31 minutes. I'm just in awe, and I do believe. Listen, you don't want to read too much into game one. Kings beat the Warriors. We'll talk about it shortly. If the Sacramento Kings advance and the Lakers advance, Who's favorite in that series? I think you know the answer. Now, Anthony Davis, Sabonis, the young guys, uh, I don't know if, if Jared Vanderbilt can hang with Deer and Fox. Nobody can. It's early, but right now, there is a lot of reason to be excited if you're a Lakers fan, Rob G. Oh, I think that's an understatement of the millennium. I'm so fired up right now, I can go to sleep last night. <laughs> I, I had to go sleep in my, in my daughter's playroom because I was too jacked up, and I couldn't stay in my actual bed because I knew that I would be too loud, just screaming at the top of my lungs, Lakers in five. It's oh, cool. uh, stop no. it. We'll see. We'll so, see what well, We don't know the job. We should update. Yeah. The latest on John Moran, x-rays are negative. He's not sure if he's going to play. If you want to be body language guy, Rob, it didn't look good. He said there's doubt whether or not he can play in game two. And if he don't play and they go down 0-2, that's a wrap? Yeah, he said he couldn't He couldn't grip a ball. He couldn't grab anything with his hand after no, they the do game. have an extra day off, right? This, they're, they're yes. Game two is they don't, Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, but in any event, if you were to tell me that LeBron James would only have 21 points and five turnovers and the Lakers wouldn't go away, I wouldn't have believed you. Anthony Davis, I said on Twitter, he's my guy. He's the one who I think, for all, for my money, had at worst a top two or three performance of the entire weekend. Two, you know, I wait, think, wait, two or three? Yeah. So who would be of the all the two? players who, I mean, what, uh, we'll get to Kawhi, I'm sure. And you touched on it earlier, De'Aaron Fox and the Kings. So those, those yeah, whatever okay. order you like them, those are the guys who I think had the, the three best games okay. overall for the weekend. But this stat is going to blow your mind to illustrate your point. Between the start of the fourth quarter... And the first uh, uh, 10 minutes and 51 seconds, so with a minute nine left in the game, LeBron and AD combined for three total points <laughs> scored or assisted during that stretch. This was the Lakers, the other guys' games. And that's something that you got to have in the playoffs. Everybody knows what you're going to get from your star players on a night-to-night basis, most, for the most part. You know LeBron and AD are probably going to play well. You know uh, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant, uh, De'Aaron Fox, you know uh, Donovan Mitchell, Joel. Like you know, the stars are going to come out and play. They're going to show up in a big way. More often times than not, though, the team that wins is the one that has an unexpected co- uh, contributor. You had Josh Hart making big plays for New York the other yeah. day. Yeah, 
you know, um, Harrison Barnes early got things going for the Sacramento Kings when they looked kind of shooketh. I think they got the moment was a little too big for him early on, and he kind of settled things down before uh, De'Aaron Fox started going. Austin Reeves and Rui Re- Re- Hachimura. You You're getting into it, it huh? I'm getting into yeah. it a little bit. <laughs> Sounds fun. Those two guys played like it was like game seven or eight of the regular season. No fear whatsoever, brimming with confidence. They were looking across uh, uh, the floor to the, at them with Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson, John Morant. Like these guys are supposed to be intimidating based on the, how much they talk. And to quote Shaq, it's like they look like barbecue chicken to them. Like these guys ha- <laughs> were not concerned at all. And that's part of the reason why I was so confident coming into the series because if. Memphis had Steven Adams and Brandon Clark. I probably would have leaned Memphis. Yeah. Right. Just because their size would have been. But because they're so thin up front, they have to worry so much about LeBron and AD on the inside. Everybody else is going to be getting closeouts and wide open looks all game. And if the Lakers and the and the Grizzlies are going to play a half court battle, which is what they did for the most of the game yesterday. The Lakers are going to win nine out of ten times. Yeah, because the Grizzlies are not built to play like that. So, shout out to AR fifteen, the Hillbilly Kobe, HBK, Austin Reeves, and what was it? The uh, what's the Jordan one for Rui Hachimura? You said the Japanese Jordan. Japanese Jordan. Japanese Jordan. Rui Hachimura. Yeah, it's listen. You're you're a bigger Laker fan than I. I mean, you've been a Laker fan forever. I, I, you just look at that Memphis team, and I just tell me what is the path to victory for them. I mean, Desmond Bain has to shoot better than 6 of 18, 3 of 10. But the Lakers are going to give Dylan Brooks all the shots he wants. Uh, two for nine from deep. They're going under on John Morant's screens. Now, he did hit two of three, but again, you don't fear that. Uh, Xavier Tillman had a brutal game, um, whether it's boxing out, <laughs> whether it's, uh, you know, making plays. He just, he was, I mean, they, they he was unplayable late. Um, I don't think Aldama can be the guy. Uh, Kenny Lofton, I mean, they just, didn't they just get him out? Of, he was like the G League All-Star Game MVP. That's or right. maybe it was Roddy, one of those guys. I, no, I don't it know. was Kenny Lofton. It, it seems like, the, I just don't have an answer. They're in some deep trouble, especially if Ja can't go. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats. That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. 
Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's interesting because this is the first time, I believe in NBA history, all four teams in the state of California, have made the playoffs. The Lakers got everybody in Southern California excited with their win over the Grizzlies. And then the paperclips go into Phoenix in a game I missed the first half because of my men's league game. And it's funny, I'm walking out you know, with some of the teammates, and I look up at the screen, I'm like, wait, Phoenix is down? What's going on here? And I, I, I cannot express this enough. When you see the report that Paul George is going to be out for the first round series. Woj had, he's going to be out. Like, they're expecting to go this whole series without him. My guess is the Suns took them lightly because the Clippers came out and smacked them in the mouth, dominating the first quarter, and the Suns could never stop them. And this, I don't want to go too overboard. It was it, it was one Clippers win. It was a close game. But if you're a Phoenix fan, you hadn't tasted defeat with Durant yet. This was the first loss with KD. I believe they're 8-1 and one now. Here's where it gets troubling. I didn't think, Rob, that the Clippers played an awesome game. They shot 10 of 31 from three. Russell Westbrook was 3 of 19 from the field. Eric Gordon, who can make shots, was 7 of 14 from the field. He had 19. Terrence Mann, player off the bench. Norman Powell, guy I like a lot. But like... They didn't, in my opinion, other than Kawhi's 38, and I think you can reliably count on Kawhi to give you 38, 5, and 5, right? I don't think they played a great game and they won. That, to me, is what's scary for Phoenix because Phoenix got an out-of-body experience from Torrey Craig. Rob, is Torrey Craig dropping 22 again in the playoffs? Is he eclipsing 20 again? Hell no. No, 22 in 27 minutes. That's not happening again. And we saw Chris Paul kind of getting picked on, Rob. Did you see that? Kawhi's like, bring me Chris Paul. Like, LeBron sees Luke Kennard on the floor. Do you guys notice this? LeBron's <laughs> like, I need Luke Kennard over here, please. Instantly going right at him. They're doing that to Chris Paul. He's getting the treatment from Kawhi. And Chris Paul was not particularly great. He wasn't awful, but I didn't think he was great. Two of eight. Uh, 11 assists. Uh, sorry, 11 uh, rebounds, 10 assists. DeAndre Ayton got his. You got to feed him early. If it's anybody I'm concerned with, it's... You know, Kevin Durant playing 45 minutes. Kev, Devin Booker 0 for 3 from deep, whining to the officials all game. 
Maybe Luka was onto something. And oh, by the way, Phoenix's bench, which we knew was weak coming in, had a total of 10 points. The Clippers bench, 34. Bones Highland even chipped in three. The, a Plumley brother had seven. The Clippers bench annihilated this. And if the Sun starters can't win, this series is going <laughs> to be a problem for Phoenix. Now, I don't. you never want to overreact to one game, but Rob, I just look at it like, I didn't think the Clippers played a great game. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Like, the hustle was incredible. 15 offensive rebounds. Westbrook had five, seemingly three in the final minute. And... Imagine if Westbrook just shoots like 40% instead of 3 of 19. Like, what are the, what are the Suns doing? Uh, I, this, is, this is stunning. And I got to give Westbrook his props. I know I hammered him a lot. Hammer him on the gram. Hammer him on Twitter. The one thing I'll say, Rob, it, I, I've never called him not a winning player. I've said Kyrie Irving is not a winning player. He doesn't do the intangibles. Russell Westbrook did the intangibles, especially in the final two minutes. He had, I think, two offensive boards on their final possession before getting to the line and making two as like a 60% free throw shooter, 65. And the Suns and Monty Williams need to be needs to, to be dinged for this. They call timeout. They drop a play. The paperclips snuff it out. Clippers call, uh, Suns call timeout again. And essentially, they draw up Devin Booker on the perimeter. No screens, nothing. Hey. You see Kevin Durant, you can look at the replay. He just waves like, you got this. Pushes his hand at him like, you got this. And Booker drives, and Westbrook blocks it and then throws it off Booker. That was had to be humiliating, Rob, for Devin Booker. It was brutal. Like, you're down three, and you're driving with, like, 15, 14 seconds left? I, I didn't understand that. It, it was puzzling. Uh, Monty Williams, like, I'll tell you right now, Steve Curry ain't drawing up that crap in the huddle. It, 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 we'll get to Warriors-Kings, but, like, at the end of the game, Everybody's like, oh, Warriors are done. They're down three. Kerr drew up like a good look from Curry and it rimmed in and out like a one-legged three. Um, Monty Williams did nothing. Suns, you never want to panic, Rob, but I think the panic meters, if if 10 is, oh my gosh, it's DEFCON 1, we are effed. I would say this is like a six. Ooh, that's even higher than I would go. And I'm the one who said that the the, the Clippers would be scrappy in this series. I, I put out a tweet in the middle of the fourth quarter that uh, something along the lines of, remember when I called this a Russell Westbrook revenge series <laughs> on the straight, like, you know, that's my bad. And then he goes and seals the game the way he did with the offensive rebounds, with the clutch free throws, with the block shot on, on Devin Booker. So I kind of feel good about it now. Not great, but I feel better about it than I did in the middle of the fourth quarter. Um, but to your point, uh, you know, I watched the game and I felt like Phoenix didn't look good early. And I know you kind of, you missed part of it because you're balling up cats at the men's league. <laughs> But overall, they played fine. I thought they, they didn't look bad. They only had to, they had less turnovers than the Clippers. Um, they were right there with their, as far as rebounding. You know, uh, it wasn't a big difference. Um, they got to the free throw line thirty three times, which is amazing for a Phoenix team that loves to just settle for mid range jump shots. Clippers don't play great. Uh, sorry, Suns don't play great defense, and they foul a lot and then whine about it. Right? Would yeah, you agree with yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. And 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 even still. Phoenix did all the things that you would hope that they would do to win. Like, you know, they, they're making their free throws. You know, uh, Kevin Durant damn near has a triple-double in his first game back. Or his first game, you know, with his team since sitting out the, what, the last two or three. And yet they found a way to lose. And that's got to be, to your point, at least a little concerning. Because the Clippers, 
are one of the best three-point shooting teams in the NBA, and they went 10 for 31 from deep. Mm. Russell Westbrook, like you said, I don't think he's you know a great shooter, obviously, but I have a hard time believing he's going to go three for 19 in another game. That's fair. You know, so Phoenix needs to figure out, they need to figure out, they just need to be proactive and say, we are not going to wait until certain very high leverage situations of the game to feature Kevin Durant. Because down the stretch, it was way too much DeAndre Ayton, mid-range jump shots, Chris Paul, pick and roll and, and doing these, settling for these short jumpers that he wasn't hitting at all all night. At some point, you just need to say, hey, we have Kevin Durant, you don't. Because that's what the Clippers game plan was for like the middle two and a half quarters with Kawhi Leonard. It was, we got Kawhi, doesn't matter who you put on him, he's going to make something happen. And unless Monty Williams can, I guess, dumb it down and just say, we are going to feature that seven-foot monster over there, then this series is going to go much longer than it needs to. If you're Phoenix. Yeah, I was surprised. Uh, Akogi and Wainwright, they didn't. I mean, basically like, hey, you missed a shot and you're fouling. Get out of there. Uh, Landry Shamet got the lion's share of minutes. And it, this is a problem. This 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 3 and D player around the league is the most coveted. And right now the Celtics are loaded. The Warriors for a time were loaded. Yeah, I don't want to. We're not going to spend time on Cavs Knicks. Uh, really nice win for, the, my, for my Knicks. I could say my Knicks. The Cavs do not have. A small forward. That is a massive hole. If you guys watched any of that game Saturday, um, what's his name? Uh, Okoro, they're just leaving him open. He's just missing shot after shot. And they were so disappointed in him that they played Seti Osman late. Now, Rob, we talk about hunting LeBron, hunting Luke Kennard, uh, Clippers hunting Chris Paul. Did you see the hunting of Seti Osman? Jalen Brunson was just like, come on, come here, come here, and just cooked him up two buckets in, I think, the final, final minute. Osmond has no chance against him. You yeah. gotta have three and D wings, Rob. Absolutely, and that's one thing that we talked about. I think even when the when the Suns trade was made, was we, I, I thought they were going to be great immediately. I know you were a little more hesitant, I but I think we both agreed that they're one or two off seasons away from being like the prime version of themselves because they're going to be able to make some trades or use their exceptions to sign guys because they'll be able to get a little bit of a discount for these three and D type players and. Right now, they just don't have any. I know uh, T.J. Warren was out. I don't think campaign is really going to make much of a difference, assuming he plays in game two. They just really need to get the ball to KD, damn it. Like, <laughs> I don't think it's that hard. It's funny you uh, you mentioned campaign. I didn't even know he was hurt. And somebody in that player points pool drafted campaign uh, late because they think the <laughs> Suns are going. Well, there's more value in taking campaign who's probably, if they go to the finals, he's going to play like 21 games. Even if he scores like eight points a game, that's more value than, say, Trey Mung, Trey, <laughs> Trey, Mung, Trey Young, who's going to play like five games and maybe score 100 points. Um, and campaign could go off one game. So it, it, that player points pool, I don't know how I'm doing, but um, Jer- I have Jaron Jackson, who did well, but looks like they might lose the series. Um, we're not going to get really into the injuries. I'm not going to make much of Miami's win over Milwaukee because I don't know what's up with Giannis. Miami dropped a buck thirty on the Bucks, who did not have Giannis. The Bucks defense was non-existent. Uh, Jimmy buckets went off. Uh, Tyler Hero looks like he's done for the playoffs with the broken hand. But I, I, I'm sorry, I can't care that the Heat shot sixty percent from three. Let's see what is up with Giannis before we render any uh, judgments at all. However, even though it happened Saturday night. 
I feel like I need to talk briefly, Rob, about Kings Warriors, which is we knew it was going to be the best playoff series, or I guess some people thought Cavs Knicks, which was great, but Kings Warriors, Rob, was electric. It felt like uh, maybe a game seven of the Western Conference Finals. That's that game was so close. I don't think anybody led by more than ten. And I know everybody's saying, "Oh, it's one game." You know, they had a, they lost by three. The Warriors is not a big deal. Uh, if you ask me which team I'm most concerned about after one game, and you remove Giannis because of the injuries and yada, 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 it has to be the Golden State Warriors. Folks, I want to remind you, they played a damn good game on Saturday. Not the perfect game, but if a 10 is a perfect game with this team, they had everybody, uh, Gary Payton too, the mitten is back. Andrew Wiggins is back. I would say that was like an eight, eight, maybe an eight, an eight out of ten game from the Warriors. Again, Draymond Green, eleven assists, nine rebounds, no technicals. You know, Kevon Looney, really good defense. I, I heard a stat from I think it was Doris Burke or whoever the announcer was, said that the opponent was shooting in the Kings two for twelve to start the game against Looney at the rim. He is. I know Anthony Davis gets all the credit as he should, but Looney's defense on Sabonis was amazing. Curry, thirty points. Now, he only had 20 shots, which we'll get to shortly. Clay Thompson, 21 points. Uh, DiVincenzo was incredible as a role player. Rob mentions winning role players. J- uh, Josh Hart for the Knicks. Uh, Westbrook's winning plays down the stretch for the Clippers. Um, Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura. I thought I was ready to give DiVincenzo that award for the Warriors. Wiggins was good, not great. One of eight from three, missed an open three at the end. He had four blocks. Um, Jordan Poole was not outstanding, but you tell me who was terrible for the Warriors. 47% shooting, 32% from three, but they hit 16 of them. They did miss a bunch of free throws, 21 or 27. Um, You know, I I guess you could argue they got killed on the offensive glass and they'll be better, but how? Like, Kevon Looney was in foul trouble. Draymond Green can only do so much. They are going to be small and they are going to uh, concede offensive rebounds. This is what concerns me. Steph Curry off the floor, minus 11. Steph Curry on the floor. Well, Steph Curry on the floor, plus 11. Klay Thompson off the uh, on the floor, minus 14. Rob, your guy, future Laker Klay Thompson, could not stay in front of De'Aaron Fox. If you ask me who I thought the best player over the weekend was, best individual performance, Kawhi was good, Anthony Davis was good, De'Aaron Fox was the guy. In the fourth quarter, and I posted this on, on social media, if you look at the Warriors' shot chart, Rob, all they took was like three or four layups or three or four shots at the rim, and then only three-pointers. And it looked like they got tired. In the second half, De'Aaron Fox essentially got whatever the hell he wanted in the mid-range. 38 points in his playoff debut, five assists, three steals, and oh, by the way, he chased around Steph Curry. I'm sure you guys have seen the play where... Curry essentially runs around for 22 seconds, does not stop moving. De'Aaron Fox chases him the whole way, and Curry hits a layup. Do you know how exhausting that is? To then have to come back down at the other end and initiate offense? Because when the Warriors took a 10-point lead, Rob, I noticed instantly De'Aaron Fox said, "Uh uh-uh, not on my watch, and he scored six straight to get him right back in it. Right to the middle of the lane, get to his spot. I don't think you can put Wiggins on him. You obviously can't put Jordan Poole on him. You can't have Curry chasing him. Clay cannot physically do it. I, I mean, I want to say the answer is is uh, Gary Payton, 
but he can't shoot threes. And then who are you going to pull off the floor for GP3? So, Rob, I have legit concern about stopping De'Aaron Fox. And don't tell me he's not going to score 38 again. He was the most clutch player in the NBA with fourth quarter points by a mile. He is a tremendous free throw shooter, even though he happened to miss four. He had 38 points on 27 shots. He does what he wants. He's really tough to stop. Rob, what am I missing here? Not missing a damn thing. I mean, De'Aaron Fox was awesome. And if you just look at the box, I know the box score is not always the most indicative of how a game went, but in this case, I think it is. Steph and Clay made 11 three pointers within the two of them. They shot about 39%, which sounds about right. If you see the guys in a playoff setting, 11 threes, 39% sounds about right. Draymond. The nine rebounds, 11 assists, played pretty solid defense. You're not expecting him to score very much, so that seems like it would be duplicable. Jordan Poole, uh, you know, this season has been very up and down for him. So 17 points on four of 10 sounds kind of like what would you what you'd get from Jordan Poole in a playoff setting. I think that's about where he would be. Uh, it depends. You know, four he, four for 10, five for 10. Yeah, but you don't, you're, you're not expecting, like, I think you can pencil him in for between 16 and 21. And you're like, yeah, that sounds like a Jordan Poole yeah, type okay. game, right? Fair enough, yeah. Right? Then you look at the Kings. Zabonis, 5 for 17. Oh, I don't think that's going to happen again. With four turnovers. Red Velvet Herder, 3 for 12. 0 for 5 from 3. Well, I don't think that's going to happen again. And people will say, well, what about Malik Monk? You know, I'm him to get 32 points. Fair. I'm not expecting him to get 32 points. But if you just take the Herder and Sabonis, you know, 8 for 29 combined and you make it 13 or 14 for 29, Monk doesn't have to get 32. Monk can give you 15, which would be more reasonable, and the Kings would still win that game. It just so happens that Malik Monk made up for what they didn't get from Sabonis and Herder. I don't know where the Golden State Warriors can go to make up for, like it's not like 4 of 10 is a bad shooting night for Jordan Poole, right? Clay Thompson's eight of nineteen, but he made five three pointers. Like, are you expecting him to make eight or nine three pointers every game? So, the only way I think they're going to be able to get back into this series, well, you know, they're only down one, so it's not like it's a big stretch. They got to tighten it up defensively. Like, they can't. Are they capable get into, of doing that on the road, though? I I think so because I don't think they're as bad of a defense as they looked like at certain points in that game. You know, I know that the Kings have the greatest offense ever, you know, which is kind of a funny thing to say because it's all, basically any team that's played in the last three years has one of the greatest offenses ever. Like, that's kind of the way these analytics work. That's fair. But the Golden State Warriors can play good team defense. And to allow the, the Sacramento Kings to basically play regular season type offense is just not that's, not, that's not what you can do. Like yeah. they, they got to tighten it up a little bit. We'll, we'll get to a best bet on uh, Kings Warriors tonight. Um, I guess the other thing, Rob, that we forgot to touch on with Russell Westbrook, who had that amazing game ending defensively, not shooting. He was three for 19, missed a late three. It looked like it was going to be blame Russ day after the loss. Um, and of course, Wes had the block on, on Devin Booker. But Rob, I'm sure you saw this video that went viral late last night. I don't it's not clear to me how Russ got here but after the win, I guess there are some suites in Phoenix that are close to the visiting locker rooms, you know where you walk down that alley, and I guess some dude with the liquid courage said something 
to Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook walked into the suite. I've never seen this before. Walked into the suite, has his shirt pulled up like he was celebrating. Um, And his, you know, he's getting, he should have been in the locker room. He walked up to this guy and says, watch your mouth, mother effer. And it's like, oh my gosh, is Russ going to fight this guy in the suite? Now there was luckily a son security guard who was in between this mouthy dude who pretty clearly had the liquid courage going on. But this is not the first time this has happened with Russ. Do you remember in Philadelphia? He had an incident. Uh, I think in Utah, somebody poured stuff on him. I know Russ is hyper, uh, you know, aware of what people are saying and they yell at him and Russ is an easy target. But Rob, this totally mars the Clippers win because I'm sorry, but this morning on all the shows, people could be talking about Russell Westbrook confronting a fan in a suite after the game as opposed to his incredible block, his incredible offensive rebound. I don't like this for Russ. I don't know how to get them to turn it off, but this video is troubling. Yeah, I mean, considering Russell Westbrook's history, this really wasn't that bad. I mean, oh, there, there's been He's there's been sweet with fans, dude. What no, but there's been a ton of mic'd up Russell Westbrooks with him going back and forth with the fans, right? Yeah, but that's like um, on the court. The fans are a couple rows in, or like I've never ever have you ever seen a player walk into a a suite of fans and look like he's getting ready to fight? This is no. crazy. No, but you know my favorite part of the video is the kid who's sitting there on the chair eating like eating a pizza or whatever. And it's like, that's one thing that uh, I think it was Kevin Hart who said in one of his standups, the reason why he doesn't like to fight is because he has a fear of getting knocked down in front of his kid. It's like, because then the kid's <laughs> never going to respect him anymore. Like, can you imagine if Russ actually would have threw a yeah. punch at this guy well, and the son just sitting there eating the pizza? Like, well, oh no. Well, actually, you know, I'm looking closer at the video, Rob. It looks like he, this is crazy because my son would do something like this. He's not picking it up with his hands. If it's pizza or a Hampton, he's putting his mouth on the paper plate. (laughs) And this isn't like some eight-year-old. I'll pop this on the – I pop this on the gram, actually. Um, And and you guys can see it if you haven't seen it. But it's like Russ is ready to go. And it's like, where's the rest of Clipper security? Uh, Teams need to be all over this. They have one guy. Do you think that one dude is doing anything? I mean, Russ, you can say whatever you want. He's like 6'5". 215. You're not holding like, back. Yeah, like 6'3", 210, 215. Oh, he's rock six, solid. Yeah, no, he's got the shirt up and you can see the six-pack. Um, when, when you're 215 pounds all muscle at that height, I mean, it looks a lot bigger than I think than that's the, fair. the regular 6'3", 215 yeah, guy would look. He's also heated. He, I don't know, man. I, I don't like seeing these videos. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? 
Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Let's uh, quickly, Rob, get to best bet. Tonight, it's weird. The scheduling, sadly, only two games. Now, I don't know what that's about. That's very odd that there would only be two games, especially coming off an incredible weekend of basketball. Net Sixers, sorry, can't get excited about it. I don't, I'm not going to bet that game. Probably won't even bet the series, guys. I just, I don't like laying the double digits. And I can totally see the Sixers getting all cocky because you said they look so good. Uh, you, you know, Embiid was okay, but Harden was awesome. And like, maybe they go in saying, oh, shucks, Giannis is hurt. Oh, wow. We might have a shot here. And they start feeling themselves a little in the net screen. I'm not touching that at double digits. This is interesting. Warriors at the Kings. Tip time, 10 o'clock Eastern, so you got to brew a cup of coffee, guys. I am looking at minus one for Golden State. Are you surprised? This is a team that had struggled on the road. I think everybody and their mom is automatically going to bet, oh, well, Warriors not losing two in a row. And the Warriors are currently slight favorites in Sacramento. Rob, anything for you? For that game, I'm leaning Warriors for the exact reason that you said. Look, it, but it, usually if it seems obvious, well, look, right. It, it num, part of it is, yes, I don't expect the, the, the Warriors to fall behind two Oh, in any or Oh, two in any series. Like, I just don't think that they're that kind of a team. The other thing is, I think these teams are a lot closer than the casual public, you know, thought they were coming into the series. Yeah. Right. So I, I was always expecting this series to go six or seven games before the before it started. I said, Warriors in six. And even that I wasn't too you know confident in, um, yep. I think this is going to be one of those series where each team wins on the road at least once. So I think this is the game that gets it started. I like Golden State. Give me the minus one okay. for Golden State. I forgot I forgot to point this out. Like things like the Warriors, again, they played a good game. Um, the Kings did get 32 from Malik Monk off the bench. Now, our guest last week, remember, he said Malik Monk was like the, what was it, the, the heartbeat of the team. 14 of 14 from the foul line. That's a scary thing. If the Kings get a lead. And they have Fox and Monk going to the foul line. Like, those guys are excellent free throw shooters. Former Laker. That's, That's right. Thank you for that. Um, 
I had to slide that in. Trey Lyles hitting four threes off the bench. Like, is that going to happen again? So I guess ultimately I have concern for the Warriors, but I'm with you. I think you have to bet the Warriors here favored by one. My guess, look, who, who's the guy for this game that goes off for the Warriors? Is this a Curry game, or do you know that that's coming, and so you hug him up and say, we'll, we'll let DiVincenzo go ahead, Jordan Poole. Um, I, I want to say Curry game, but I'm not, I don't think I'm going to touch any player. I, I just don't have a great feel. Folks, when was the last time three road teams won on a Sunday in game one? Like one, maybe. Two, oh, man, that's surprising. Three in a row? Come on. So I'm with Rob G., Give me the Warriors, minus one. I'll be rooting, and it's tough, Rob. I'm rooting Warriors, but damn, these Kings are fun. Uh, dude, that scene before game one was awesome. I put on Twitter, I was like, look, unless you're a Warriors fan, you better be rooting for Sacramento. They had that place was filled to the brim on the concourse outside the arena. At least like four or 5,000 people hours before tip-off. And, and to see the way that they showed out like that and how loud it was in that arena, that was awesome. I don't know if they'll be able to duplicate that here in game two, but that was great. Yeah. All right. So uh, enjoy tonight's games. We're back tomorrow. Talk to you then. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.